This is Career Geek, and we'll be talking to graphic and web designer Guy Bloomberg. Hey guys, Liam here for uh, CanGeek.com's Career Geek podcast. It's a podcast where we interview geeks uh, in their various professions and talk to them about uh, uh, their professions and how you can get into their professions, etc. I'm here with uh, Guy Bloomberg, who is the... I've forgotten already. (laughs) Uh, I knew that was going to happen. I'm I'm the uh, senior designer at Speedwell. Speedwell. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, first off, just tell us a bit about your job and what exactly you do. Sure. Um, My job is uh, I lead a small design team, mainly web graphic design. Uh, We create websites, uh, front-end websites, back-end websites. Uh, We do all the design for... We also do iPhone games. Uh, it's basically conceptualizing what clients want and putting it into a website with uh, as, as little amount of change to our own creative vision as possible, which is usually not possible. So, oh, okay. So, um, tell us about like your average day and what would you do is, uh, in your job? Okay. Uh, well, I'll get to work. Right. I'll sit at my computer. I'll turn it on. Uh, so it's not a work-at-home job? <laughs> no, it's not a work-at-home job. No, it's quite professional. I have to wear like a collared shirt and right. shiny black shoes and everything. Cool. No tie? Uh, no tie, right. no. Well, tie is optional, and I, I choose not to. No. Um, but You're yeah, a bit of a renegade there. I'm a bit, yeah, I'm crazy like that. <laughs> uh, you know, basically, we'll, we'll have a whole bunch of set tasks and clients that, you know, each day we, we're like, these are, the, these are the things we have to complete. This is the time frame we have to do them. This is the hours allocated to this particular project. Mm-hmm. Uh, from start to finish, we will... So if a client comes to Speedwell with, you know, they want a particular website or website design or whatnot, uh, usually that'll actually be put into a wireframe first by one of the project managers who will try and place where certain buttons will go or the usability of the website. That's really important uh, to get that right initially. Um, So then from there, that'll get handed over to the designers who will then deal directly with the clients to try and figure out what image they have in their head of what their website should be like uh, and then to try and explain to them, you know, these are are the design principles this website should adhere to and and basically, you know, try and go back and forth and work with them to come up with a really good design that, that, you know, is impressive from a design point of view and also, you know, reaches all the needs of, of the client. Um, so then we'll usually design that up in Photoshop or Illustrator or Flash if we need to do animation or whatnot. Uh, and then either we'll hand that over to the coders or we'll do the coding ourselves, the CSS and HTML, uh, doing that up. And, uh, and yeah, most of the functionality, the actual programming is handled by, you know, the, well, the programmers. The designers usually don't do that sort of thing. But it's really important um, for web designers especially to have a firm grasp and understanding of the HTML side of things. It's yeah. so easy to um, you know, put certain buttons or curves in, in ways that is, makes it a pain in the ass yeah. to actually turn it into a, a HTML design. So being aware of that, I think, is what separates uh, a traditional designer from a web designer. There is a big difference between the two. Okay, cool. So um, how did you get into this job exactly? Like, um you know, did you come in from another job, or did you go straight from school? Uh, no, I, I finished high school. I, di- I didn't go to uni. I was one of those people that uh, sat around at night time with an illegal version of Photoshop and <laughs> uh, and just fiddled around and played around. I think the best way to learn things, to be honest, is to either set yourself a project or get someone else to give you a project and then go, how the hell am I going to do this, and find out. 
you know, especially uh, when I was getting into it was when the internet was just kicking off. Uh, and to be able to have access to all the resources out there at that point was invaluable. And these days, no one has an excuse to not be able to learn, uh, you know, uh, how, how to actually do design. Um, so, yeah, from there, getting into the design industry, uh, web or web or IT industry is initially is the hardest step. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because you don't have a portfolio, you usually don't have much behind you, you don't have that much experience, and usually your designs are crap. Um, I managed to get a couple of uh, jobs through some friends of friends, uh, parents' friends and things like that who yep. needed websites. And so I built myself up a, a basic portfolio uh, at the time. I also had the advantage that Flash was a very new application and I did my resume in Flash. Oh, okay. And that impressed a lot of people that I, I went to interviews for because that was an emerging technology. So, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, these days if, if someone can do their resume or give examples of using technology that's very new or very recent, I actually think that makes them stand out a lot more and, you know, makes a, a potential employer go, wow, that's, that's, that's really impressive. They can do that. They can do not just the normal stuff that everyone else can do. They're actually really interested in looking ahead to new technology. So there's a bit of advice. Yeah, that's good. Um, so... Uh, so you were basically self-taught and um, well, went in through networking, basically is how you found your career. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still, once I had that portfolio, I still had to you know, go yeah. through Seek and apply, well, I don't, can't remember if it was Seek back then, uh, apply in the same way that you know, every other yeah. person had to go through that you know, interview process and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. once you've got one job and you've worked in it for enough, a, a long enough period of time, you'll find it's pretty easy to bounce around. I mean, I've now got like... 10 years experience behind me um, which is which makes it easy for someone like me um, to you know be able to get positions quite easily but to get to the position I'm in now which is a senior designer position uh, requires a lot more management skills as well so yeah, yeah it's a good career to get into so uh, do you hire anybody yourself or make any sort of decisions in the hiring people under you? Uh, well, look, not in this job yet. I mean, I've only been uh, at Speedwell for about three months now. Yeah. Uh, and prior to that, I was a contractor. So I just had my own design business. And I was floating around doing stuff for other people. I have worked in positions where I've had to hire, uh, you know, people before for the team and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, if you were to do, uh, hire someone new, would you... Uh look for people who, would, who had similar histories to you or would you uh, be afraid no, to hire someone straight out of uni and that sort of deal? Or? No, no, no. Actually, the, the uni side of things really when it comes to you know, graphic design, web graphic design doesn't really mean that much. All, what counts the most is the person's portfolio and proof that they can do the work. There'll be a lot of people that come straight out of uni that you know, can't do the work. If you yeah. specifically want to get into web design, make, doing designs for websites, it is absolutely imperative uh, that you've, you can show that you have a good understanding of HTML, that you have a good understanding of website layout and usability, uh, as well as you know, your traditional design skills and things like that. The more things that you can prove you can do, uh, the more interested potential employers will be. So if uh, someone was thinking about uh, entering a career similar to yours, um, how do you think uh, they would know that that specific job or something would be right for them, uh, your specific job, or... Um, and also, what uh, similar jobs might someone be able to go into? Well, the good thing with um, you know web design is uh, it it's kind of easy to bounce around into other things. Like I got a, I have a good friend of mine, Matt, 
who yep. is now a, a very, very skilled PHP programmer. Mm-hmm. But he started off doing graphic design. Oh, okay. And through learning HTML and, and going through that whole process, he figured that he was actually more interested in that side of things rather than the design thing. But it was really good because he has a good concept of design. Um, even though he wasn't a very good designer, he was colorblind actually. So oh, you know yeah. that really didn't help things. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, basically uh, what other positions uh, do you I, think people would would around the in the same area? Look, field a, anything. The beautiful thing is, once you've been doing it for a, a long time, there's you can get into project management. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you can bounce around the different IT professions. I mean, you could. You could bounce from graphic design into like IT support or help desk or you know network administration or anything at all to do with computers. Um, you know, so yeah, it is a good area to get into. And if you really want to know whether you, you, you'd, you'd suit it or you'd be good at getting into it, sorry, we're in the valley and there's there's emergency vehicles. Yes, the building is on fire. Oh my God, they're coming for me. <laughs> um, if you want to know if it's right for you, yep. like I said, figure out a project. Uh, like you know, you want to make a website. Figure out, say, this is the website I want to make, and do it. And you know what? By the end of that project, you'll know if you're good at it and if it's something that interests you. If you get to the end of it and you're like, I hated that whole process, I did not have any fun, yeah. I didn't feel creative, maybe you're not a creative person, I don't know, but you'll, you'll figure it out pretty quickly. It's, it's actually really easy to figure out if that's what you want to do or not. Just do something. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of people... Uh, that are leaving uh, high school at the moment would be looking in uh, TAFE courses or uni courses or even people who have done previous TAFE or uni. Yep. Uh, what um, things do you think uh, they should look for in their courses, like specific uh, things they, uh, that they should know uh, to be um, a designer? Well, I got no idea. I didn't go to uni. Yes. Uh, no. you know, and the but prob- I mean, what skills? Well, look, the, the, the problem yeah. I see is that you go to uni for like, what, no, two or three years or whatever yeah. and you learn you know, these skill sets and by the time you get out, a lot of those programs are actually there's newer versions out, or there's there's newer things. It's it's a lot of the courses then become antiquated. I look, I can't really talk from experience here. I'd say any anything that teaches you fundamentals of design, anything that actually gives you multiple skill sets. So not just the design side of things, but also teaches you uh, web programming and uh, HTML and CSS and all that sort of thing. Probably. The fundamentals uh, to learn with design is like color coding, uh, uh, matching out, matching colors, and uh, getting your layouts right. Usability is a huge thing. There's actually roles in IT that are just people that figure out usability. They'll sit there. They'll get focus groups that will come into a room and test a website to see does this function well? Does this sit well with you? Anything that any course that actually teaches you that side of things. I'd be tempted to say any, t- any course that really focuses on usability will be invaluable in web design. Okay, so um, how would you uh, evaluate your field at the moment? Like, uh, is, is it a strong field? You know, are there lots of positions available? Yeah, look, there are. There's always positions available. More importantly, there's always a lot of contract work out there as well. I mean, you don't have to work full-time for one person. It is amazingly flexible. And if you are inclined, if you are the kind of person that can handle the irregularity of yeah. contract work, it's, it's a beautiful position to be in. Um, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's heaps of opportunities and stuff out there. It, it really is a really good field to get into. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Guy. No worries, man. <laughs> All right. So thanks, guys, and I'll catch you around. 
You've been listening to the Career Geek Podcast, a series of interviews with professionals working in all kinds of fields and industries relevant in some way to geeky interests, in the interest of learning about how exactly you get into these kind of awesome jobs. This is also a spin-off of the Canned Geek Podcast. Now that podcast is an hour-long discussion show of geek culture and news with myself and two other hosts, and you can find episodes of that podcast as well as more career geek interviews at www.cangeek.com or you can subscribe on iTunes and follow the feed of both podcasts on there. And check out cangeek.com for the most comprehensive and up-to-date guide to geeky conventions, meets and events happening in Australia, New Zealand and Tasmania. All the links mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes at cangeek.com and I do plan on adding more episodes of Career Geek in the future. Lastly, and most importantly, I'd like to thank the voices behind all the people you hear in the Career Geek podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me and share your knowledge. Thank you for listening. Once again, the website is cannedgeek.com, and the music you've been hearing in the background is by Chicago Lolly.